Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 17 of He Said, She Said. I'm your host, Sierra. And I'm Eric. This week, we're going to be talking about foods and the toxins in them. Uh, more than likely, uh, people don't always know what they're eating. I also think a lot of people would be surprised to realize what foods are banned in other countries, but not banned in the U.S. All right, and before we get started today, I just wanted to talk about the products that I use from Earthly. One of the ones that I wanted to talk about is the Earthly's Digest Ease. It's a great product for naturally promoting overall gut health and to relieve occasional upset stomachs. It contains natural ingredients like organic blueberry leaf, organic echinacea leaf, organic marshmallow root, and organic turmeric and filtered water. If you're interested in the Digesties or any other products that we use, click the link in our Instagram bio to find the products there. Okay, so foods, toxins, you know, what's good, what's bad. How about you lead us off? All right, so saccharin is one of the most common types of additives that are in foods, uh, the food products that we have these days. The additive works as a sweetener uh, that makes your food or your drinks taste sweeter. There are many studies and research shows the negative effects of saccharin consumption to your health. Some experts say that saccharin might be safe for you, but only in a very small amount. If you consume this chemical compound consistently in a long term, you might have the risk of various health issues. Some health issues that might be caused by the overconsumption of saccharin are bladder cancer, diabetes, and allergy. Saccharin might cause the bladder cancer because this chemical compound has carcinogen properties. Yeah, so saccharin, you know, any artificial sweetener, to be honest, they're really bad for you, especially long term. Uh, so the next one here is uh, aspartame. Uh, if you don't know what aspartame is, this is like super common in all your diet sodas and like your gum too right i'm not sure about the gum gum. but uh like i'd say i definitely know the diet sodas you know i i used to drink diet soda a couple years ago and my buddy would always be like you know that's terrible for you because of aspartame and like me being kind of science right i I thought he was pronouncing aspartame or (laughs) um aspartamine wrong you know the protein compound oh so i actually had to go look at to see what aspartame was (laughs) and you know that's when i found out about it but it has been said that aspartame is actually good if it's consumed in a very low amount because it has benefits such as containing low calories uh, and it can actually enhance the taste of your foods and it won't cause teeth damage like sugar will but again have there been studies on that like they know that yeah yeah So, like I said, very small amounts, but, you know, again, it's considered an excitotoxin, which is not good for your health. You know, it's considered as a carcinogen as well. And uh, there's several symptoms that might be caused uh, when you consume too much aspartame, including your headaches, dizziness, stomach problems, and blurred vision. So, you know, those people that are drinking diet sodas left and right, they're probably going to have headaches. You guys know me. I prefer anything... You know, if possible to not be artificial sweetener and You don't even like diet soda. Gosh, no. It's disgusting. I'm okay with it. I mean... Uh, it's so... Like, I remember this time in high school when my friends thought that they could trick me <laughs> and I wouldn't know because, like, they're like, it tastes the exact same. I'm like, no, it doesn't. So they went in. I was driving, so I stayed in the car. 
I think at that point, because like something was up with my car, like I couldn't shut it off. Or <laughs> I don't know. I was here in high school. And so they went in, they got the drinks and then they came out and I took one sip of it and I was like, that's diet. Take it back inside right now. And they're like, ha 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 ha. We didn't think you would know. I'm like, I can tell. Yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely a, a blatant difference that you can, you can taste. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, it honestly tastes like, like there's like too much carbonation in it. Like, do you ever like when you get, isn't that what happens? Like when we go to Bucky's or whatever. And we get our soda, and it makes that, like, extra spritz or whatever. Um, I don't know. Is that, like, extra carb? Like, when they need to refill it, or... I don't know. I never worked in, like, that type of fast food. Right. So. And, I mean, I have heard, like, McDonald's, like, their soda, they get, like, a special blend, and it's, like... And they get more carbonation, and, like, that's why a McDonald's Coke tastes so different from a normal Coke. No, but that's not, that's not what I mean. Like, I'm talking about, like, when they need to change the... I think they come in bags. Yeah, the soda comes in a bag. Okay, so do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the little, and it like comes out white. So they're out of soda in the bag. So what is coming out though? Just, uh, I don't know. Okay, well that's what it tastes like. That's what diet tastes like to me. It's just that nasty filler extra stuff that mm. nobody wants to drink. I, I think it tastes a little chemical, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you talk about something that's found in processed meats and like, you know, sandwich, sandwich meats? Yeah. Sodium nitrate is actually salt that is added to various foods like bacon, hot dogs, and other cured meats. Uh, sodium nitrate is used in these foods since this type of salt can help preserve them. So it's also usually used in processed meats to mm -hmm. prevent bacterial growth. Okay. Uh, even though sodium nitrate can help preserve the different types of foods, this chemical compound might cause health issues if you consume too much. Sodium nitrate is considered as one of the chemicals that might cause cancer <laughs> in adults and children. You gotta use that word might. Yeah. So next time you see sodium nitrate on your foods, you may want to consider how much you're consuming or just stopping it altogether. Yeah, if you can find a. Uh you know, foods that don't use sodium nitrate as a preservative, maybe they have something that's fresher, maybe they have something that, you know, won't last as long, but better for you. Yeah. You know? It's it's terrible because it's so hard to find food now, like, that doesn't have all this stuff in it, you know? Yeah. And if you do find it, then it's expensive, so it's almost like... Yeah, it's it's tough. It's definitely tough. I mean... I don't know, you know, maybe these chemicals are just so cheap uh, and like they can be used in big batches that... So, question off the top of my head. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. Since these are used as preservatives in food, mm -hmm. do you think that they're used as preservatives in vaccines? Sodium nitrate, probably not, but I know we had previously talked about aluminum something. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was aluminum nitrate. Mm-hmm. And that's the preservative for vaccines. Yeah. Just, yeah. just curious if you <laughs> if you thought the same thing or not. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a correlation there. Yep. Yeah, so okay, another preservative here is propylene glycol. And uh, for all of you that don't know, that is pretty much antifreeze. That is terrible. Yeah, uh, so this chemical is used in various foods, especially in dairy products, believe it or not. If it's used in dairy products... Propylene glycol can thicken milk, cheese, or other dairy products. Uh, it's 
also used in salad dressing. Isn't it also used in deodorant too? Um, aluminum, deodorant. aluminum dioxide. And... Yeah, I remember watching this guy's video and he said it's literally antifreeze. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it's used in some deodorants. But even though the FDA considers propylene glycol as safe, this chemical might cause several health issues if it's consumed in excessive amounts. And I hate that they say that yeah. because they say if excessive amount, too much. Yeah. That's always the, the excuse. But people don't know what, how much too much is. Yeah. I mean, and it's like and the scientific, you know, too much might be like, you know, 10 grams per kilogram, something like that for your body weight. But, you know, what adult's going to sit there, <laughs> yeah, look that, that up and then calculate it? Yeah. But, but then also remember, I know we've mentioned it before in previous episodes, like they say for that one product. So it can be in... Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, Stacking and... Yeah, it can be in 10 different products and then you're over the limit right there. Yeah. And that is why the FDA is so sketchy because they approve it per product. They don't look at you as a whole and like what you're consuming and everything as a whole. Mm-hmm. And it just like blows my mind that they do that because they're people too and they have to eat. So like, <laughs> what? I don't get it. Yeah. So some of the health issues that you might get from too much consumption of propylene glycol are uh, allergic reactions, some skin irritations, liver disease, and kidney problems. You know, this is stuff that, you know, could shut down your liver and kidneys. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So another one is butane. Uh, This is another type of chemical that is commonly used in foods. This chemical compound is usually used in chicken nuggets in order to keep the chicken nuggets tasting fresh. So if you eat chicken nuggets, you've pretty much already consumed butane and you may not know it. Interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of scary too because I just found those little chicken strips mm-hmm. for Alaric that say, and this is, I I should be, you know, the queen of this, <laughs> but like I said, it's hard to find and it's expensive, but just because something says it's organic doesn't mean it's organic. There is yeah. green washing and all of that, but the chicken strips that I found for him, they're grilled chicken strips because mm-hmm. those are just easier for him to eat and, you know, they are better for you, but uh, mostly just because they're easier for him to eat. <laughs> the breading doesn't get hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no breading, but so it says they're organic and like they were grass fed and everything, but they're also in the freezer section. So I just... <laughs> And they're in a plastic bag. Yeah, so you know there's going to be some sort of preservatives in that. Yeah, for sure. So now I'm like, crap. <laughs> yeah. And butane, I mean, that's random. Like, I would never have guessed that butane is in food because butane, that's like lighter fuel. That is crazy. The torch that, that Aaron uses to start the, the wood yeah, for the wood fire. Yeah, you're right. That's a butane torch. Why? Yeah. I just, why? Yeah, and consumption of butane, it's known as a carcinogen, can cause cancer if it's consumed too much in long term i don't get it like are they seriously trying to kill us are big no, pharma i do know what yes yeah, yeah i was like, getting ready to say i on, do know, know what this. they're doing <laughs> they're trying to keep us sick so that we have to live on medication and yeah. fund big pharma yep. keep their pockets fat Jeez. yep <sighs> i'm gonna get <laughs> i've got to be on some sort of watch list <laughs> maybe <sighs> okay so you know we've talked about some toxins that are in you know foods that we eat every day let's talk about some foods that like 
are banned in Europe, yeah. but not the U.S. So well, hold on. Before you start, I also just want to mention, like, somebody said, I don't remember if it was your mom or somebody, somebody that I know, uh-huh. one of my friends, she, or, like, close acquaintance, I don't remember who it was, but she said she went over to Europe and she was going to be there for, like, two months or something, and she was super nervous about gaining all this weight when she was over there because she knew she was going to be eating pasta all the time. She knew she was going to be eating all these... <laughs> sweets and desserts and you know drinking and so she she was like i'm just gonna gain all this weight she came back and she had lost like 13 pounds because she walked so much well probably that (laughs) but also because they don't use preservatives and all half this crap that we consume here in america is banned over there so and everything's made fresh and it's just made so much better i mean look at your mom like She's tiny, and she eats <laughs> pasta all the time. Yeah, but she eats American pasta. No, she doesn't. She cooks some sometimes on her own, and then she cooks her own sauce and everything. She makes it from scratch. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so talking about the, you know, products that are banned in Europe, it's when I say that the products are banned, I, I don't mean that. It's really what they do is they take out those ingredients that, the u.s allows i wonder if it would taste different um man i'm trying to think the last time that i went to spain so you would go to you would go there and you would see pop tarts on the shelf yeah yeah and they would be the pop tart brand yeah huh yeah and that's that's one of the ones we're going to mention here but uh we'll go ahead and get it started hormone infused dairy and milk Mm -hmm. so in order to push the production of milk farmers give hormone injections to female cows you got something to say? No, I was just saying, you better try a little light here. This is majority of your dairy, right? Like, probably... Good thing the, we weren't dairy farmers. I know, right? <laughs> like, the, you know, the Walmart brand milk that you get. Yeah. The, the store brand milk that you get, this is going to have, you know, the hormones pushed into the cows. Uh, it's a synthetic hormone. It's called uh, recombinant. Do you know why they probably have to do this now? Push the hormones on the cows? Why? Just because there's so many chemicals on everything else that the cows don't have the strength. I don't know. I'm just I don't know, maybe. spitballing off the top of my head. So, yeah. like, they're not, you know, well enough to produce what they need to. Just like us, like, uh, women, we have hormone imbalances now because we're all on birth control that we told we were told was safe. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that cows are taking birth control, but, you yeah. know. But, okay, yeah, the, the hormone that, you know, farmers inject into the cows, it's a synthetic hormone called uh, recombinant bovine growth hormone. Uh, it's abbreviated RBGH. The initial purpose of this hormone injection is to increase the stock of milk as well as a dairy product. So I thought this was really interesting considering I've been to Europe and they actually don't have milk in the refrigerated section there. Ew. So their their milk, yeah, it's like I was looking for milk when I was back in Spain and I was like, uh, where's their milk? And one of the guys that I was with who had been there before, he's like, oh, it's on a shelf. So all of, all of their milk is actually just on a shelf, usually in like a one liter carton. Huh. Yeah. So does, well, like when you take it home, do you have to put it in the fridge? Um, maybe after you open it. Wow. But until then, no. Huh. So oh. I saw another thing. It said in Canada, their milk comes in bags, like a wine bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yep. Yeah. So, and, you know, the injection isn't as simple as it seems. Uh, there's many side effects that animals suffer from from these injections. 
physical health issues as well as distress as their hormone imba- are, are imbalanced. Uh, so, you know, the injected dairy products may have relation with uh, carcinogenic substance. And because of this, Europe actually banned it. And unfortunately, it's still a common practice in the U.S. Why am I not surprised? Is there anything good here? Like, do they have anything good, like, in our interest that's good? The U.S.? Yeah. Uh, earthly. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, That's probably a European that traveled over. Maybe. But yeah, I mean, uh, the U.S. is a business, right? And uh, they're going to do whatever they can to keep that business going, no matter the cost. That's horrible. Yeah. Mm. All right, so... One of your favorites. Yeah, M&M's is popular candy, obviously. However, it's among the list of banned foods in Europe. So, why is it banned? Food itself is not banned in Europe, but only the ones that are processed and made in the United States are banned. Yep. Which is absolutely crazy. And that's just because the U.S. uses a different ingredient. Yep. So, the U.S. factory uses the artificial dye of yellow 5, 6, and red 40. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about Red 40 because a lot of things are coming out about that Mm -hmm. Uh, recently within the last even like probably 10 years. Those food colorings are under suspicion for causing ADHD in kids, which I have ADHD and I don't feel... from all the M&Ms. First of all, let's backtrack (laughs) if you want to get that far. I was not allowed... I know. We didn't have sweets and stuff, but I don't remember it ever like making it worse for me, especially because like... I've drank Mountain Dew, and I've had, uh, I'm trying to think of other things that have Red 40 in them, like Doritos, I think, have Red 40 in them, and I eat those, and I don't feel like it does anything else (laughs) different to me, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so it's, I know a lot of this stuff is really mostly in kids, right? Doesn't it? It's like aggression, like it causes aggression, too. Yeah, and and that's why Europe has, has banned, you know, these additives. Yeah. So the next one on the list here is Mountain Dew. Just mentioned it. Yeah. So Mountain Dew, they, they claim it's an American energy drink. Everybody would just call it a soda, right? More like a Midwest energy drink. <laughs> I have a friend. I still have the screenshot because I used to get joked all the time for bringing in my Mountain Dew. And I worked at a dental office mm-hmm. forever. And everyone would be like, that's so bad for you. I'm like, I know, but I've also never had a cavity. So there's that. But I would have to like put it in another cup to like hide it because they would seriously drink shame me and like one of my friends from back home sent a tech uh snapchat or whatever and it was like mountain dew is the indiana's coffee or whatever (laughs) that's funny but yeah and i know like it's it's so bad for you and i feel like such a hypocrite because i talk about all these holistic things and how to eat healthy and like what, what you should and shouldn't consume and it's such a big effect on your health but I still drink Mountain Dew occasionally. Not as much as I used to. Definitely getting better. But uh, the Blue Mountain Dew is definitely a weakness. Yeah, I mean, Blue Mountain Dew, it's pretty good. But my favorite was actually always the Orange Live Wire when they had that. Gross. And then I think my brother, dad, uh, the rest of the family, they loved Code Red. Oh, that's even worse. (laughs) But yeah, so okay, Mountain Dew, it's still sold in Europe, right? But it doesn't have the original American ingredients in it. Again. American ingredients contain bromated vegetable oil. So the function of bromated vegetable oil in this drink is to prevent additive or flavoring to sand down at the bottom of the bottle, right? 
So it's to you know, keep the mixture suspended instead of having it settle. I would have never thought of that. Yeah, it's uh, pretty gross sounding, right? Yeah, I would have never, like as, I don't know, if I ever like invented a drink, I would never think, how do I make it so it doesn't sit at the bottom? Yeah, well. How about just, you stir it? Just wait, because it gets better. This chemical that's in Mountain Dew is actually not for food, and it's better known at as a fire retardant. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? So heavy consumption of this has led to nerve problems, imbalanced thyroid hormones, early puberty, infertility, and much more. Okay. So hold on. So you said it's fire retardant? It's, it's yeah, known as a fire retardant. Okay. So you call me Khaleesi right now? <laughs> Look, you, you watch a couple episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> a couple. We're almost over the first season. <laughs> and that was only two days. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm Khaleesi. I've drank so much Mountain Dew. <laughs> you can't get burned? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, right? Okay. So bread with potassium bromate is commonly used here in the United States. And it's, Yeah, it's not all bread though, right? It's usually just hot dog and hamburger buns yeah okay well that's good i mean as long as it's not like the hawaiian rolls those are my favorite i don't know i almost don't look (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to now i know basically when definitely what i found in my healthy holistic journey is if it tastes good it's probably bad for you yeah that's unfortunate and if, if it causes some sort of like addictive craving definitely bad for you yeah but i mean i mean i love fruit that was what i craved like my whole pregnancy but i've always loved fruit even as a kid and yeah you liked kiwis i'm like aren't you allergic to them i'm not like a i would say like i have an intolerance like my my tongue kind of swells up and i get like my whole mouth swells sounds, up sounds like bit. an allergic reaction yeah but it's okay uh, and intolerance yeah but so i don't mean to say like all f- healthy foods like taste bad or anything but yeah basically anything that's like good yeah. like, that you think is like good and sweet and stuff is probably bad for you but yeah so i mean potassium bromate uh that's definitely not uh not good for humans i know like i've i've read that potassium bromate can pretty much lead to kidney failure that and it can damage your nervous system problems with your gi and also cause cancer and because of this Many European countries have banned this type of bread. Bromide should not be an ingredient in food. Unfortunately, many chain food restaurants still serve bread like this. So this, Heck. Is, so this is probably more like fast food yeah. stuff, like yes. your Wendy's, your McDonald's. Yep. And I like I didn't even think about that. Like when you said that, I was like, oh, well, we don't really eat too many hamburgers and hot dogs. And especially me, because I don't eat that stuff anyways. Yeah. But then when I said that, I was like, oh, crap. I mean, I do occasionally like... We just got a Culver's in here in Holsher. <laughs> so uh, we went to Culver's and I did have a cheeseburger, but yeah, lovely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely one to look out for. So it sounds like not everything that's American made is all, always the best option. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that, but if we still have the healthy choices in America, it's just more so taking the time, look at the ingredients. Yeah. and see what's in there but you actually have to know what you're looking for too because i mean if you look at the ingredients in almost anything there's going to be some weird sound and name yeah. in those ingredients so i mean that's what we always say like 
one, the less ingredients, the better. Yep. And two, if you can't pronounce it, it's probably not too good for you. Yeah. Or if they have to say it and then like put in parentheses like flavoring or one of the things with like home stuff, like like candles and stuff, it says like scents or fragrance Mm -hmm. or anything, even like shampoos and stuff. If it says fragrance, like that's not a good sign either. Okay. So here, (laughs) here it is, your pop tarts, right? Uh, another one that Europe changed, Pop-Tarts in the U.S., they contained the dyes such as yellow 5, yellow 6, red 40, which can be harmful, especially in kids. Uh, another reason why Europe, you know, got rid of that. Something else when I was over in Europe that I noticed is that they don't have as many options. Huh, well, so I mean, that, that's good, though. In the U.S., you know, we've got, what, 10, 20 different flavors of Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Over there, I think there was like four flavors. Wow. Yeah. So not only do we have like all the flavors, we also have all of the, at least like three. (laughs) Yes. We've got all the chemicals. (laughs) At least like three different brands. At least three, I would say. Like other than Pop-Tart? Yeah. Because you have Pop-Tart and then you have Great Value. And then you've got this other one. It might be Annie's or something. I don't don't know. know. But yeah. All right. So. Another fun one for you. Yeah. Skittles. Which I kind of, I used to like Skittles a lot, but mm-hmm. I feel like now I just have to be in the mood for them. And it's like, it's like either all of them or nothing. Yeah. I feel like when we first started dating, you were eating Skittles left and right, but yeah, it's so now weird. it's many M&Ms. Many M&Ms. Yeah. When we went to Disney in December, we went to Disney Springs and they had that M&M store. Yeah. And you left. You left me in there. I was like, well, that was a mistake. I was standing outside waiting for you with the Lorik. Yeah. So I I wanted to get like a full bucket of the mini M&Ms, but I didn't. I opted out for a small one. Yeah. Instead, (laughs) you just got a few pounds. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah. So Skittles. Skittles are not banned European-wide. However, Sweden and Norway have currently banned Skittles. This is due to the fact that there is a recent lawsuit against Skittles for containing titanium dioxide, which I also want to talk about <laughs> that's in other things. Yeah, uh, and this is one that I picked out specifically because we were looking at titanium dioxide yeah. the other day. Yeah, so this chemical is not fit for human. Honestly, I feel like any chemical should not be fit for human <laughs> or anybody. Yeah, so it's it's actually kind of builds up in your body and your body has a a hard time to discrete it and believe it or not this is found in other foods such as soups sauces and like spreads yep so in the u.s at least skittles contain artificial colors again like the yellow five and yellow six but in the rest of the eu skittles contain different colorants anything containing the artificial colors yellow five and yellow six must have the following clearly visible on its packaging may have adverse effects on activity and attention in children yeah so that's something pretty interesting too though right because in the u.s you don't have to have any warning label but so europe if you do use it you have to have a warning label on it wow yeah that would be nice It would be. And you wanted to touch on titanium dioxide, right? Yeah. So it's also, it's the white powder that's used, um, like we said, in various foods. And it's to whiten and brighten the pigment of the colors. Hmm. So titanium dioxide has been, like we said, a hot topic against Skittles. And there's also recent controversy over 
titanium dioxide being used in tampons. Yeah, and that's the video that we had so, seen. Okay, so yeah, it's also being found in tampons, basically just to give the tampons that white color. Yeah. Like like it's supposed to look like cotton. And honestly, I always thought it was just, just cotton. Yeah, I mean, that's what you would think. Now, I mean, maybe I'm getting too personally, but does it really matter what color your um, tampon is? I mean, no, but I guess it would be a little less... No, it, I really don't think it would because, honestly, the applicator, like the outside, uh-huh. is whatever color brand you get. So, yeah. like, I've had pink ones or blue, <laughs> green. Like, they all have different colors. Yeah. So, no, I you hardly ever see the actual cotton part until it's removed. And then, like, it, like you said, doesn't matter what color it is. But, yeah, so that's a little disturbing and kind of makes me nervous yeah because i mean that sits like in, that sits in you like. yeah i mean that's that's definitely disturbing but i mean the good thing was that in the video that we had watched about it it did show that it was on the you know ingredients per se so you can look for that and yeah find well products without titanium dioxide yeah and there is like a handful of if you want to use if you want to go the tampon route there is a hand there is a handful that you can choose from that are like really super clean and organic so yeah so we know that wasn't food related but uh last on the list here is baby carrots so you know i used to love baby carrots uh and for everyone that thinks baby carrots are good for you and that they come out of the ground that way uh you're mistaken people think that i don't know i mean they might i never knew how they got baby carrots you're joking like as an adult i mean like when i was younger like i don't know like teenager like, but yeah, you know, baby oh. carrots. Okay, so baby carrots, they actually tend to be the carrots that did not fit the specs for, you know, your normal carrot. Mm-hmm. So these are the ugly, broken, whatever ones. They shave them down to baby carrot size, and then they bathe them in chlorine. That's so terrible. Yeah, chlorine is definitely a known cancer-causing ingredient, yet this is still allowed to be done and sold to us for consumption. I also just want to know, like, back to the FDA, how they approve it and stuff, and when I said, like, they have to eat too, but the people that work at these factories that are in this food process, Mm -hmm. what the heck do they think? Do they still eat them, or are they, like, going around telling people, bro, don't eat that because we just soaked it in bleach? Yeah, so... That's that's a good question. And, you know, with my job currently, you know, our clients, a lot of our clients are actually food manufacturing facilities, food processing facilities. And one of my coworkers was telling me about this facility. I don't remember what type of facility it was, but whatever ingredient they were processing was also used in like baby formulas. <sighs> and he said, it's just absolutely disgusting. He said, it's like, I would never like touch the ingredient like so i wish oh okay and that's the other thing if they have to wear like full hazmat gear to like put this stuff in our food like are you joking um i'm I'm, I'm exaggerating but well i mean there there's you know that goes both ways one i mean it could protect them if it is toxic yeah but then again why are they giving it to us and two it protects the food ingredients from getting you know any type of contaminant in the ingredient hair skin whatever But back to the carrots, you know, if you really want to have carrots, purchase the carrots that still have the green leafy stems attached to them. These carrots will not have been bathed in any chemicals and 
even though they might go bad sooner, these are going to be the better option for you. So I know this is like totally random, but this is like back to like when I said like, do these people that work in the factories like not see this as a red flag? (laughs) Okay, so I also, I listen to a bunch of podcasts and all this, um, but one of them was, she talks about dark history and she she makes it fun and entertaining, but she like talks like the whole truth. So, oh, you showed me this person. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But so this this one particular episode, she talked about the Radium Girls. And oh, I, is this the makeup? Yes. Yeah. So it was originally founded by a scientist, and he's like, holy shit, this stuff glows. Like This, this is a bonus topic right yeah, here. Yeah. So he's like, this glows. Like, this is dope. So and this was like in like the 30s, mm-hmm. 1930s. So they started using it for the u.s military for like their watches and like their compasses so that it would glow at night so they could see it well they had girls doing all of the painting and stuff because they were delicate and intricate you know handwriting and so they showed them what to do and they were paying them like a ton of money to do this and so all the girls were like heck yeah i want to work like Mm-hmm. So I want to get paid this, and it was like almost like a glamorous thing. Yeah. So they would lick the brush and like to get it wet and like spin it around their mouth. So they were literally eating the radium. Yeah. And first of all, I don't know how it didn't taste bad, <laughs> but then also they were they started putting it in makeup, and they were like, and your nail polish and everything, and they're like, look how it glows. Yeah. You're glowing. Well then. Long story short, girls' jaws literally started falling off. Like, yeah, it was like, you know, oral cancer where, yes. you know, people lose the bottom half of their jaw. Yeah, like, and there was nothing they could do. Like, a f- the girls died. Yeah. And I remember, like, part of the story that they, like, went to their manager or supervisor and was like, dude, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he assured them that nothing was wrong. Like, there was... You know? I mean, of course, they yeah. they still want them to use and sell this product yep. so that they make their money. Yep. So, I mean, these girls were young, too. I think they were like 16, 17. None of them were older than 25. Mm-hmm. And it would happen slowly. Like, their teeth would fall out. They would start rotting. And then, like, no joke, their jaws would fall off. Like, their, their nose would fall off. It was awful. So, but yeah, that's why I've, I always am just like, all of these food processing plants and all these other chemicals... That people make mm-hmm. like do they and i think i even asked you that when you had you were looking at a job like before you took this current job yep and i said you need to make sure that you're not going to be like around chemicals and like what type of chemicals you are going to be around because even if you're quote protected in your little suit or whatever you still never know yeah and you, like you didn't want me bringing it home to alaric oh my and, gosh yeah yeah i remember that but yeah, I mean, long story short with that, you know, there ended up being a settlement and the chemical was taken off the shelf and... Radium? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we can all agree that we need to pay a little bit more attention to the foods we are putting in our bodies. Uh, just because it's on the shelf doesn't necessarily mean it's safe or good for us. Yeah. So I, I also watched this like, kind of like a psychology reel, I guess, and mm-hmm. it said like, that's it's all marketing and stuff too so (laughs) they put the bad stuff for you on the outsides of the grocery store like like at the end caps or kind of so like the middle is like where your produce is and like 
that's where you need to go. But like, and then when you're like walking down the aisle, it's like in the middle of the aisles, like kind of at eye level because they don't want you to like search around. So like the healthy stuff is either at the top or at the bottom. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Not always, but yeah, I have noticed it because like when we were looking for a lark, some jam, remember? I think uh-huh. we were in Indiana <laughs> and I was like, where is this stuff? And of course it was at the top. Yeah. So, yep. and I feel like I'm kind of tall for a girl. So like most women are shorter than me. So I can only imagine like women going grocery shopping. They're not going to see that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, unless you know where it is or unless you're really looking, it's, it's going to be hard to find. But I honestly never would have guessed, you know, some of these ingredients were in these foods. I, I imagine you probably didn't either. Uh, it'll definitely be nice when we have the RV and, um, you know, Sierra and Alark are with me every day. And we're we going get, to Whole Foods every day, baby. Yeah, yeah. We get, we get a little per diem allowance. So we'll get to go to the store, you know, every day, get fresh, fresh food, you know, healthy snacks. And, you know, we'll be able to make fresh meals every day. So that'll be really nice. Yeah. Yep. And we'll be able to monitor what is given you know oh yeah yeah for sure and i'm i'm so bad if i know there's a soda in the house (laughs) i'm gonna drink it yeah i'm gonna drink it i can't yeah yeah i'm bad i'm bad i'm bad y'all you're addicted i am thanks for joining us you know we hope we provided a little bit of insight into some of the toxic chemicals and dangerous ingredients that are put into our foods that really just go unnoticed So make sure you go like and follow us on Instagram at ACS Entertainment LLC. Click that link in our bio where you can listen to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube, and get those great natural earthly products that we love. Thanks again. Make sure you tune in next week for another new episode of He Said, She Said.